0: Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode three of the Like Me Project. I'm Max Fonseca, and this is my show. Thank you to those who are coming back and have listened to our first two episodes. And if you're new, welcome to the show. Uh, This podcast is about what it's like building a company from the ground up at a young age follow along as I mess up and learn along the way to making it big. And I'm here to help you guys make it big too. Uh, Today, I have a real great topic I would like to elaborate on. But before we get to that, I want to start something new. It's going to be called the fee. Now, this is not a monetary fee, but a fee of spreading the word of this podcast. Uh, this is all out of my own pocket, the website, Instagram, this podcast uh, for uh, in general. Uh, the whole Like Me company is funded by me. I have no investors, and this is all free content from the basis of me wanting to help students find their people in college and have a great time. In this podcast, I want to help you guys. If you guys want to build a company, I'm right here with you to kind of go through it with you guys. Uh, now, with that being said, if you find any value in this episode or the last two, you know excuse me, spread the word. Uh, Make a post on Snapchat or Instagram, or even tell a friend so that they can tell someone. Now with that out of the way, uh, let's talk about today's message and that is failure. Failure is a word that not a lot of people really wanna talk about because we're told that failure somehow makes us weak. Uh, In school, if we fail, it's bad. We should just do better. But sometimes we aren't even told how to find the right answer. And that was my case in, in high school. Uh, like I said in the first episode, I failed every test in Tears algebra. Algebra one and two. I failed every test except for one. And every time after I failed, my teacher kind of just glanced over the information with me, never really told me about what I was doing wrong or how to do better. She was like, oh, you did this, this, and this. Better luck next time. And I was like, well, shit, uh, okay. And I kept on failing and failing and failing. But what I didn't do was be like, you know what, I keep on failing. I'm probably going to fail the class. Fuck this. Uh, I'm just not going to try anymore because I'm going to fail anyway. I didn't do that because what what good does that do me? I just say, you know, fucking don't do anything else. No, you you can't do that. Uh, I did, though, keep studying, keep trying to do better. And eventually I got a 72. The one test I, I I did not fail, I passed because I kept on going, I kept on trying to learn, I kept on trying to be the best person that I could be in the classroom, despite failing everything before that, and I feel like that's the biggest key that you probably could have in life. One of the biggest keys, if not the biggest is to learn from your failures and keep on going just don't give up even though if you fail you can learn from it you know maybe my failures i was i was not studying the right material i was not putting in the right amount of time to get that passing grade but i can look back on that and learn that i need to put in more effort to get the grade that i want and that's what i did for that 72 it's not it's, you know it's not an a but hey i passed Um, And more recently in my life, uh, I failed pretty hard. Uh, Anybody who knows me personally um, knows that I've been on a program for the past month. Uh, This program is from one of my favorite entrepreneurs, Andy Frisella. If you don't know who Andy is, Andy owns the supplement brand First Form. uh, And they make the best supplements hands down in the market. But about Andy, he's the real deal. He started from nothing at 19. Uh, he started a little supplement store, and now he has built an empire that generates over $300 million annually. So uh, it's safe to say he's the real dude. And the guy's 40, 40 years old. He's a young dude, so he's killing it. And he made this program called 75 Hard. Uh, it's a 75-day program to build mental toughness. There's no cheat meals, no alcohol, two 45-minute workouts, 10 pages of reading, and drink a gallon of water a day. And this all has to be done before you go to sleep. Now, this sounds like hell to most people, but I did it for 28 days. Um, but Sunday night, I failed. Um, I just ate my pre-workout meal before I was about to go to the gym and train legs. Uh, I fell asleep. And as, as I was always waiting to go to the gym, that I wait an hour and 15 minutes after I eat to go to the gym to let my food digest and kinda get ready to go. I turned on the TV and I was waiting, and I guess I just crashed. And I woke up at 9 o'clock that morning, um, two hours late for work. I had a job. I had to be there at 7 a.m. and I was two hours late already. And I really didn't know what what had happened. I woke up in my bed to no alarm to meet, naturally waking up at 9 a.m. And I was confused. I, I thought to myself, wait, I, I didn't hit the gym last night. I didn't do my second ride. I didn't read. I failed. 28 days in of hard work and I just blew it all by falling asleep but and I was kind of I kind of I just got down to myself for a second threw my head back on the pillow and was just like fuck you know um, oh one thing uh, my language in this podcast uh, this is how I talk in real life in my past too I kind of try to keep it a little bit more reserved for maybe a little bit more professional set- setting but that's that's not how I talk in real life in real life I'm very animated I, I use Expletive language to express myself, and anybody who knows me knows that. So I just kind of wanted to be a little bit more real with you guys, and kind of be who I truly am. Um, and in real life, I swear a lot. Um, so I kind—I don't want to translate all of that over to here, but I'll just kind of conduct myself or animate or express myself a little bit more real. Um, but what was I saying? So I was really upset that I failed. I—I blew it. Um, but I got out of bed and I got to work, and as I was—I was driving to work, I was thinking about something Andy had said. And he has a podcast too. It's called Real AF and it's great. I highly recommend it to you guys. Uh he had a this is his series of podcasts for 2020. Um and his series before that was called the MF CEO which stands for the motherfucking CEO. And that that series was probably is probably the best amount of free content that you can get from anybody. He really goes into depth on how to sell, how to build your company, how to how to master Instagram, how to really get a business going. He's the real deal. Um, so I highly recommend you guys check that out, real AF and the MF CEO project. Highly recommend it. But in Andy's last podcast, he said something about reflecting. And in his case, he was reflecting about where you're at in life, you know, take a look back and maybe you're farther ahead than you expected you would be, or maybe you're farther behind. But he also kind of dabbled in on failure, reflecting on failure too, and why something possibly went wrong. So as I'm driving to my buddy's, uh, my buddy's house to detail his cars, which ultimately wasn't a big deal. The guy doesn't really give a fuck what I do. As long as I get his shit done, he doesn't really care. So being two hours late wasn't a big deal, as again, man, I really don't give a shit. The cars are there, I'm not home. So that was all all good. But the pressing matter was that I failed my program. And Andy talked about reflecting on, reflecting. So I was reflecting on, you know, why, how did this happen? And as I look back on it, the past couple weeks, I've been uh, putting myself through the the paces, so to say. Um, I have been getting, or I was getting, I'm not doing this anymore. About three hours of sleep on a good night. Um, I would, you know, that's that. Like I said, it's a good night. Some nights I would have one hour of sleep. Sometimes I would have zero sleep because I would work all day and then I would get back to my apartment because I would hang out with my buddy. Would go fish until. Eleven o'clock, come come home, hit the gym by twelve, out of the gym by two or one thirty two o'clock. I'd eat my post workout meal, wait an hour, and then go workout again. So I'd kind of get back into my room, shower, ready for sleep at around three thirty, four a.m., five a.m., and up at six thirty a.m. the next day. So I doing that for a couple weeks. Really, um, excuse me, really kills you. And anybody who thinks that makes them tough. Or cool It doesn't You sound like an idiot And I sounded like an idiot I was an idiot for doing all this stuff Because it's not, it's not healthy uh, Lack of sleep makes you really irritable Makes you really not fun to be around And you know that's not cool Nobody wants to be around someone who is irritable Or you know in a pissy mood No one wants that So and your body's just going to say You know what you keep on fucking me over We're just going to get some sleep And that's what happened to me. My body said, you know what? We're done. I'm done. We're going to sleep. I don't care about your program. I don't care about anything else. We're going to sleep. And that's what happened. So it is what it is. But I can look back and see why this happened. Instead of just being like, you know what? I fucking failed. I don't really care. You know, screw this and not think about it again. But I can see why I failed. And when I try this again, I can use this past experience and this past failure as a learning curve and learn and be better so when, it, for when i try this again i can succeed and that's the biggest key to look back be able to reflect and be like you know what i did this is and this i can fix that and this and i can get to the end result so that's also a great learning tool and when we also talk about mistakes you know, I'll get mistakes real quick, because uh, mistakes and failures are kind of hand in hand. Mistakes are a little bit smaller than failures, but you can also learn from them. So, and I believe in from a th- uh, I believe in a saying that my dad taught me: um, the mistakes that we learn from the most are the ones that cost us the most, and that is very true. Uh, one quick example I'll get into real quick uh, is a detailing example, and I was doing. Um, it was a summer day. I was doing a, uh, an Infiniti Q56, one of them big-ass SUVs that you see driving down the road. And I was doing the windshield. I was cleaning the windshield. I had my wash mail, you know, really, really getting into it. I was in the zone, got my music going. And I put the wiper blades up, as I've done a thousand times before, to leave them up to get the windshield. And I guess my elbow bumped one of them, And that thing snapped back, the wiper blade flew off, and the metal holder, the metal little clip that holds the wiper in place, slapped the damn windshield, cracked it. And um, I I freaked out a little bit. I was a little scared because it's never happened to me. And I didn't know how much this thing is going to fucking cost. And so... A little detailing trick here is kind of on the darker side of detailing. Whenever you mess up, you kind of do the little eye, put your eyes up, kind of see if there's cameras around and you can so you can play things off. And there was no camera, so I kind of played it cool a little bit. But on the inside, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, you know, shit, you know, what do I do now? Um, and I kind of got back to my truck, pulled out my phone and looked it up. The thing's $2,000 to fix. And I... Really started freaking out. So I called my dad because he used to detail, like I said, in my first episode. And he's like, well, you know, you just got to own up to it and, you know, see what happens. So I did that. I make sure that car was fucking spotless. I tell you that much. Because uh, somehow in my mind, I thought that would lessen the anger they would have for me because f- I was doing something that I was supposed to do. So I don't know what, what I was thinking, but I looked it up. I. Um, after I got the phone with that, I looked it up if it could be replaced and they can fix a safe light. They can replace or fix a crack that is smaller than a quarter. And this one was a little bit outside. So I was kind of banking on that it can be fixed. So I called the client out after the car was done. And I was like, listen, this, this, and this happened. There's a little crack in your windshield, but it can be fixed. I'll pay for it to get fixed. If you don't like how it is fixed, I can replace it. And it's a lot of money. It's two, two fucking thousand dollars. But the way I was, you know, how everything was set up with my detailing, I've been doing it for a while. $2,000 was not, was not a death blow. I could pay that if need be and still be very comfortable after that. So I was very thankful for that, but you know, it's still $2,000. And they were like, well, you know what? Hey, don't worry about it. Shit happens. It's all, it's all good. You know, we'll get it fixed. Don't, don't worry about it. And I was like, you know what, you don't have to pay me. Cause I think it was, it was about a $300 job that day was. And I figured that would cover the cost to fix it. And I was like, you know, you don't have to pay me. Don't worry about it all. It's all good. Uh, But they insisted they pay me for my time. So they gave me some money, but I left. And those next couple of days, I tell you what, I was very paranoid and very scared that I would just get a phone call from them saying, you know what, uh, we decided to fix it. Uh, let me get that two. Let me get that two grand, which they would have had all the right to do, and I would not have had a. I would have had a problem with it, but I can't do anything about it because I did break it. But they never did, and they still call me back to do some work to this day. So I'm very thankful for that. But I can look back and realize that. I'm not putting wiper blades up on cars anymore. I'm gonna pick them up with my hand, wipe, put them back down gently to make sure I'm as safe as possible. But that's a big lesson to be learned because it it could almost cost me a lot. It almost cost me two grand. So it's always in the back of my mind to remember that. Um, and I think that the it's like I said before, it's the biggest the biggest key you can have in life. If not if it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, is to be able to learn from mistakes and build on what you did wrong and fix it. And if you can do that in life, you're always learning, you're never gonna have a closed mindset, you're always gonna have an open mindset and that's gonna help you in pretty much anything you choose to do in life. Um, Cause you can learn, you keep on moving, you take things that go wrong, you know, oh, I did this, this and this, uh, I need to fix this so I can get to the end result and achieve success. And once you can do that, you're going to be unstoppable. Once you can learn from your failures, you're going to be. The, you're, it's going to help you be the best you can be in life. And who doesn't want to be the best they can be in life? I know I want to be the best I want to be in life. I want to help you guys be the best that you guys can be. So let's take let's take our failures and learn from them, and build them into something great. Because that's what that's what I want for you guys. I want you to guys to build on your mistakes and you know turn turn them into something great. You know, that's what I want. So let's do that. Let's take our failures and learn. Let's just do that. Just learn from them. Um, so we can, like I said, we can be the best that you can be. Um, thanks for listening guys. We'll have another episode out soon. And like I said, pay the fee and I'll see you next time.